How you doing? This is uh, Hudson on the podcast today. This is our first podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Celtics Heat series as it just wrapped up. Uh, if we look back to games one and two, and the Celtics started off to a 0-2 start, I think the biggest takeaway for this whole series as a Boston Celtics fan is that the Celtics just couldn't get it done in the fourth quarter. So the Heat went by three. And then if you remember in game two, the Heat went by five. Then the Celtics come back to win by 11. Then the Heat went by three in that game four win. Then we steal a game, game five, when we played good. And then tonight we lost, obviously. So a little bit about myself. I'm a diehard Boston Celtics fan. My dad was a chiropractor for the Celtics before the big three. So when they had Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce. And I've been waiting for a championship for the longest time. So I think this is mainly what we're going to talk about is game seven or game six, I mean, and go back and look at that. So the biggest takeaway for me is that we have four players scoring 20 points and we're still not able to get it done. So Tatum had 24, Brown had 26, Smart and Kemba Walker both had 20. I thought that we looked good in the second quarter. The first quarter, we started the game 1 for 12. The game before, we started 1 for 9. And the biggest thing for me as this as a Boston Celtics fan and looking at us in the playoffs in this whole series is when we run out of options, we just hoist threes, just throw them up, just chuck them up, and it's so frustrating to watch. We started off the fifth game and the sixth game, two for 26 from the three-point line in the first quarter. The fourth and the fifth game, Tatum didn't get a field goal until the second half in both games. It was looking like that was going to happen again tonight until he finally hit one, and then he had 12 in that second quarter. So then the third quarter comes around of this game. And he's... um, Okay, first of all, in the second quarter, uh, Brad Stevens decides to put in Inez Cantor. And not this game, but the game the game four and five is the first games he's played more than five minutes in the playoffs. Cantor goes in automatically and goes up, and we go up plus 14 in both games. He has 10 points in one game and then eight points in four or five shooting. So I'm like, okay, this is good. Let's play Cantor. Then we play Robert Williams. I'm like, okay, this is good. Let's play Rob Williams. And then we play Theus in game five, and he has a great game. He would have like 20 and 14 or something like that. So I'm like, okay, we're getting good prediction out of our centers. But I just don't, I don't see why he doesn't rock with the one that's playing the best. Like tonight, I thought Robert Williams and Cantor should have been in the whole game. Daniel Theus looked awful. He had six points. And... It just frustrates me because I think Brad Stevens is the most overrated coach in the league. His adjustments are so awful. Like, there's no way that that Kemba should be playing in fourth quarter when he's one for twenty five. Like, the last seven games, he had one good game in the Raptors series when he had over thirty, and he had one good game in this Heat series. Like, honestly, I was a huge Kemba fan when he was in Charlotte and when he was in college. But we need to get him out of there. Same with Hayward. Don't even get me started on Hayward. But we need to get Kemba out of there. I, this is the trade that I would propose. I'm I'm looking at Utah and I'm looking at San Antonio. I'm looking at giving up. If we go if we go to San Antonio, I'm looking at giving up Kemba and Hayward and getting Lamarcus Aldridge and 
um, I would say either Lonnie Walker or Rudy Gay. And then I'm looking at uh, Utah, and I'm saying we'll give you Kemba and Hayward, and we get Gobert and Jordan Clarkson. And then I'm looking at, this is the third team that I would look at. Uh, there's four that I have. But I don't think Memphis. I don't think Memphis would do a trade with us. I don't think Memphis would want another guard and give up Jaron Jackson Jr. But I would look at. Um, I would look at Indiana and and give them this trade. I would say, because you have to keep in mind Hayward and Kemba are both on almost super max max contracts, hundred fifty million dollar contracts. So why would a person not want to pick up those two players it's just Hayward has been unhealthy he's been the worst thing that we've had in a Celtics jersey the last five years and Kemba is just not a good team basketball player he doesn't he doesn't move the ball he hoists threes he's not clutch he he's cardiac Kemba for a reason but he doesn't play like it so the third option and I think this is the best option is we look at Indiana and we say I don't think we'll get Sabonis if if all if if I really really what I would wish would happen, is that we trade Hayward and Kemba for Sabonis, but I don't see that happening. But what I was thinking is, we trade, um. For Brogdon and, um, Miles Turner, so we'd have Brogdon, Tatum, Brown, Smart, Miles Turner, and then Brad Watermaker. Theus, Grant, Rob Williams off the bench because Hayward's just not getting it done and Kemba's not getting it done. Bro, Kemba's a liability defensively. And when I look at this last game, when Kemba's on the floor, he's scoring, right? He had 20 points. But he's also 3 of 9 from 3. The best player in this game was Jalen Brown, and he only shot 14 shots. Tatum shot about 25, 20 in the damn first half. So I don't, I think that our our offense, okay, when you, okay, for people that are listening to this and don't know what it is when a team runs zone, if you look back at the Toronto series, the, the Toronto Raptors ran a zone for us the most we've ever seen in a playoff series. I, I remember hearing Jeff Van Gundy say, and Mark Jackson saying, this is the most, the teams ever run zone versus a team and I'm like yeah probably in playoff history so you look at that and you say we got killed in a zone for seven games first of all if that series would have went five we would have beat the heat we were tired but we get killed on the zone because we just hoist threes it happened both series we were just chucking threes up every single game the last in the fourth quarter was just threes, 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 threes. Yeah, they're gonna go in sometime, but this is what this is what I, I noticed, and they finally got it game six, and I and I heard, uh, Mark Jackson say tonight like, oh, it's about time they learn how to attack the zone. It only took him six game, and he's six games, and he's right. So, th- we play the zone, and they they play defense in a zone. And we shoot threes over the top. That's not how you attack a zone. You, you, your perimeter players attack and kick. Attack the attack the middle. So drive towards the baseline or drive drive from the right wing or the left wing or the top towards, and then kick out to shooters. And we finally did that in game five, and we won. If you're looking at game six tonight, and you look at 
uh, us up 96 to 90, right? This is all off the top of my head, too. This is just what I remember from the series. So 96 to 90, we're up six. They they tie the game. And when we had that 96 to 90 lead, it was when we stripped Hero three times and Brown had two layups and Smart had a dunk. And that should have been an and one when Butler uh, clipped Jimmy Butler. I mean, when Jimmy Butler clipped Jalen Brown. But um, as I was saying, so it's a tie game. Then they go up seven. And at that point, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, they're up seven. We can come back. Even though they have the momentum, we've came back before. Next seven possessions, three, Kemba, three, Smart, three, Tatum, three, Brown, three, Kemba, sidestep three, Tatum, pump fake three in the corner, pump fake, get a defender up, he goes by, shoots a three in the corner, Tatum, uh, corner three, Hayward. Like, I think in the fourth quarter, we shot about 12 three-pointers and we made maybe two. If you don't, that's this is the point. What 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 is the biggest saying in basketball? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, it doesn't make sense to me that we're driving to the basket. On, on play calls. It doesn't make sense to me that we're not driving to the basket, and that's not what Brad Stevens Brad Stevens is calling because. Celtics fans, every Celtics fan that I talk to after this game, is like. Oh, we got him next year. We got him next year. And, like, obviously that's a true statement, but I don't think Danny Ainge is fine with that. I, I, as a as a three seed, you want to win. And I'm sure the, the Miami Heat fans didn't think they were going to win as a five seed, but it's just very frustrating to be a Celtics fan because the, the most – the most efficient way to attack a zone is to drive it, a driving kick. And it, we didn't do that at all, the whole series. So they ran a 2-3, they ran a 2-1-2, two, two, and they ran a 3-2. So I think one of the best ways to attack from behind the zone is to always have at least one player in the short corner area. I think that you'll find almost every basketball-related player in the short corner will be open when you drive. Then when the wing can pass out to open player in the short corner. So the wing, so we have, this is what we do. We have Hayward in the corner, we have Kemba up top, and we have Tatum and Brown on the two wings, and then we have Tice in the low block. Having Miles Turner would extend Tice to, because Tice is a decent three-point shooter, and he's not Miles Turner. We extend Miles Turner to the right corner. We extend Hayward to the left. At this point, it would be it would be Brogdon to the left if we trade Kemba. Tatum drives, and since Tatum's such a good like offensive skill set player, when he drives, he draws two defenders. The whole purpose of a zone is that you're collapsing on players and you're not in a certain area. So you you collapse on a on a basketball player is when two players come down and they collapse, they double team, but the whole zone collapses because when you're in zone, you're not focused on one player. It's a zone for a reason. So we need dribble presentation, we need passing, we need transitions baskets. The only way that Kemba scored the whole series, the whole series, the only way that Kemba looked good was in a transition. And then I remember they ran a 2-1-2 zone, so that was when they had Bam in the middle. They had Butler and, and Crowder on the wings, on the top of the key. And then on the bottom two wings, they had Hero and Duncan, or Hero and Crowder, or Duncan and uh, 
or Duncan and Dragic or Dragic and Crowder. So those two were there. He, and then Bam would just dictate the whole middle. So what I what I wrote down on my notes is that if nothing is open, we swing the ball to the opposite side of the court. So one to f- when you drive and Bam collapses, they draw two. Hayward's open in the corner. One passes, one passes leads to two. So one pass down low leads to two. It's always better to move the ball. Like, did you? Did anybody else? Please tell me if they noticed that the Boston Celtics were just dribbling the ball until six seconds on the shot clock, and they decided to shoot. Two dribbles to the left wing, kick to the right. Four cuts to the ball side corner, three cuts to the ball side short corner, and five cuts to the ball side high post. So every time you cut to the high post, it it allows Bam to be caught in the middle. And then when you drive, Bam has to help over. You kick back, and Tice has a little free throw line jumper. And, oh my gosh, it was just so frustrating to watch. Bam is just ripping apart our defense. We finally started playing good in the third quarter when we were playing up on defenders, but it was just tough to watch. So I think that the key takeaways for the Celtics is in free agency, we need to make some big trades. We look good versus Sixers. We didn't look good versus the Raptors. And in all reality, we should have beat the Heat 4-2. to two. We, we get that bam out of bio block on Jason Tatum's dunk when he should have laid it up. But it, I don't think it should have even have got to this point. If you're a Celtics fan and you look back at it, you're like, 